When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Good afternoon, Annalise. Good afternoon. Straight into uh, questions coming in. Marie has been on. Could Annalise please recommend uh, what what you would recommend for dry skin in your ears? Okay, so that's that's actually more common than you think, Patricia. Okay. So often I think it is down to um, maybe a shampoo that's not quite suiting you. So that would be the first thing to look at. A lot of people are allergic to sodium lauryl sulfate, uh, which is in most shampoos and a lot of other things, including toothpastes. It's used as a foaming agent. And for some people, that is the problem. So if you um, go and get a shampoo, a natural-based shampoo without that, and then when you're finished washing your hair, um, wash your, you know, wash your ears with it as well, and then make sure you rinse it out. That could be one solution. The second thing that you could try is you could get some grapefruit, sometimes just a little bit fungally, like a bit of dandruff, Patricia. Dandruff is actually can be fungal. So the grapefruit seed extract, which comes from the seeds of the grapefruit, that's a really powerful natural antifungal, and it's great to use for anything fungal in the ear. You can use it on your fungal toenails, and it works really well. So what you would do is you would put a few drops on a cotton pad, on a damp cotton pad, and wipe it around your ear and do that morning and evening and it should start clearing it up. Okay, Dan and Shannon, I don't know if the same thing would work. He describes as having very hard skin at the heel of his foot. It can get so bad that it cracks. Then it gets extremely sore. He's been bathing it in baby oil to try to soften it. But would you have any recommendations for him? Very hard skin on the heel of his foot. So that's quite normal again, Patricia. A lot of people develop hard skin. It's probably to do with the way that you place the uh, your weight on your foot. So the best thing really in terms of this is something that says exactly, does exactly what it says on the tin, and it's called Cracked Skin Cream. You can buy it in um, the pharmacy. You, I've seen it in Aldi before. And it's a cream with a lot of something in there called urea, U-R-E-A. Urea can be really, really good for exceptionally dry skin. And you'll get a whole range of those products with anything up to, I think, 3 or 5% urea in um, a normal pharmacy or booths will have it as well. And that's one of the best things for softening. Baby oil won't really work because the skin is so hard it can't absorb in. So what I would suggest is that you soak your feet in some Epsom salts, which will soften up the skin, and then put on that cracked skin cream or that urea cream. It doesn't have to be called cracked skin cream, just as long as there's urea in there. And keep doing that for a couple of nights, and then you can just, the, the, it'll heal up quite a bit, and then you can just use the, the, the cream going forward just to keep them soft. And it can get, if it gets to that stage where it cracks, it can bleed, it can get really sore. It can get very sore, yeah. yeah. The Epsom salt, foot, foot, um, Soaking as well, Patricia, will just keep it clean and yeah. keep it soft. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, a Mill Street listener, question for Annalise, please. Uh, in omega-3 fish oils, does more EPA have the highest EPA and DHA of other fish oils? Not necessarily, Patricia, and it gets very confusing with fish oils because you can, the, the marketing around them can be very confusing. So the different, the, what you look for a fish oil is, um, what you want in there is the omega-3 fats. And these are fats that we have to get from our diet. They're hard to get in foods. You'd want to be eating quite a bit of oily fish to get them. So to take it as a supplement, you want to have a look not just at the omega-3 content, but at the EPA and DHA content because they could say a thousand milligrams of um, omega-3 or they might say 5,000 milligrams of fish oil. It's not really telling you how concentrated it is. So you need to look at the EPA and the DHA levels. EPA is icosapentaenoic acid. DHA is dehexanoic acid. So it's just different types of the omega-3 fish oil. DHA is really good for skin. It's good for the fatty tissue of all of our nervous system membranes. It's good for our brain. And then EPA, that omega-3 one, is very good as a natural anti-inflammatory. So it's brilliant to bring inflammation down. It's good for your heart. It's good for, your, for, um, for joints and inflammation. So that's what you're looking at. And while the more EPA has got ones that are very high strength, it also has lower strength ones. So when you pick one up off the shelf, just look for the EPA and the DHA. And my favorite one here, which is the Unocardio, that has 650 milligrams of EPA. And it's got 450 of DHA. So you can see that's a very strong one. But if you want something more for your brain, you want it to be higher in DHA and it doesn't need to be as high in the EPA. So ask uh, in a health store. They'll be able to help you. Yeah. But so it's very, it's at. so confusing, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, absolutely. Very confusing, Patricia. And, you know, the other thing as well is like trying to get it in your diet, you know, with our farmed fish nowadays, they're not being fed. Um, I always try and get people to eat food in their diet that has the product, you know, what you want in there. But because they're not being fed good food, these farmed fish, they're not as nutritionally beneficial as they used to be in the past either. Yeah, you can't pick them up naturally. Kathleen uh, describes as her calves being constantly tight. No matter what I do, she said they remain tight. Any remedies? Okay, so that could be a couple of things there. Um, A lot of people would talk about sore muscles and restless legs and it can be a lack of magnesium but if her calves are tight it could be that there's tendons that are tight and that are not stretching out properly um one of the most the beneficial things for for crampy legs or for um for legs that feel tight is to stretch them out if you go online and if you just look up um good stretches to do after exercise you'll get some really basic stretches that you can do at home. And what that'll do if it's a tendon issue is that it'll start training the tendon to pull out and to become a little bit more elastic. Um, If it's muscle as well, it will help. You can do it regardless of whether you've been exercising or or not. And then you might like to try rubbing in a magnesium gel just to support the muscle function um, and to get the muscles nice and relaxed. So stretches and magnesium is what I'd recommend. Anne says, hi Patricia, question for Annalise, please. What's the best supplement for borderline hyperthorism? I'm on a statin and I feel the symptoms coming back uh, since the last time I took a supplement a year ago. I've also started on olive leaf extract for cognitive fun- function. Okay, so is it hypo, Patricia, or hyper ER? Hy- hypo, sorry, hypo. Okay, so hypothyroidism is where your thyroid isn't functioning as efficiently as it should be. 
And the thyroid hormone is really important for keeping your metabolism going. It keeps us warm. Um, it keeps our um, our energies up as well. So if you have a low thyroid, you'll start feeling kind of sluggish. You might get a bit constipated. Your skin could become dry. You'll find that you're putting weight on, finding it really hard to lose. And you maybe will feel the cold or you might find it hard to maintain your temperature. So you'll be hot one minute, cold the next. So the, the essential things really for a healthy thyroid are... First is iodine. And again, iodine can be very low in a lot of soils. So we don't always get it from our food. I have a lovely supplement here in the shop that's called Tyro Plus. And that has all the things in there for thyroid, including your iodine. Selenium is another very important one because it helps convert your thyroid hormone into the active form within your cells. Tyrosine is um, a protein that's important for making thyroid hormone. This one has other things in there like the B vitamins, manganese, copper, sarsaparilla. So it basically has everything that you need to support a failing or a low thyroid function. So that one is called BioNutri Tyro Plus. But I know Nutri Advanced do a thyroid support. I think even um, Viridian is another company that do a thyroid support. So your local health shop should have a comprehensive one for you. And at the very basic level, if people want to do it themselves without going down that route of having, you know, an expensive supplement, kelp is very good for most people to take because it's a food. Your body will take from it what it needs and it'll be rich in iodine and selenium. Okay, Mary says, question for Annalise, please. Is vitamin D safe to take? As I found online yesterday, that taking vitamin D can be linked to cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, etc. Thank you for your time and help. Um, you've got to be so careful when you come across articles like that online, don't you, Annalise? Yeah, very confusing, Patricia. Yeah. And like, I think we've seen it so much now as well with, the, um, with all the COVID and the vaccine yeah. um, that there seems to be so many pro and so many anti that the middle has got lost. And it's very hard to figure out what's true and what's not true when you're reading anymore. So I think everything in, in, in moderation um, is, is, very, is generally good for the body. Anything in excess is not good. So if you have too much vitamin D, if you're taking too much vitamin D as a supplement, it can reach toxic levels, but it's quite hard to get there. I would be much more concerned about a vitamin D deficiency, and that's far more common. I do think that osteoporosis in Ireland is probably... Uh, more down to the fact that we don't have enough vitamin D, but we have plenty of calcium because we've, we've loads of calcium in an Irish diet, yet we have a high level of osteoporosis. It's also so important for the immune system. We've seen loads of studies come out over COVID that the majority of people who end up in hospital are having to go on into ICU, have low vitamin D levels. So um, a lot of people who suffer from the seasonal affective disorder would be very low in vitamin D in the winter months. So I think you have to be careful. Some people come in looking for exceptionally high levels and doses of vitamin D. I don't think that's a good idea. I think for most people, a thousand IUs is more than enough. And if you're worried about getting too much, have your vitamin D level checked with your doctor. If you haven't been taking a supplement, um, now is a very good time. Now is actually probably October, November is a good time to have your blood checked because most of your stores from the summer will have depleted. And if you have been on a supplement and you're worried that it might be too high, have your blood checked while you're taking the supplement and it'll come back and it'll let you know where you're at. And actually, I was reading, and you can I see it a lot on social media, people talking about uh, have been taking vitamin D, particularly since the pandemic began, and the the unfortunate people who picked up COVID. The amount of people that I saw were, were crediting the vitamin D for the reason that they didn't seem to get, like they got over COVID much, much quicker than those who didn't take vitamin D. So there's a lot of pluses. 
for taking yeah, it. Absolutely, because you see, before I suppose, Patricia, we would have been working and outdoors a lot more in the summer, so we would have good stores. Then our animals would have been outdoors, um, you know, chickens and cows would have been outdoors so there'd have been vitamin D in eggs and milk. Now chickens are never outdoors. So you, I don't think you probably get any vitamin D anymore from an egg. And cows all do go in in the winter. So certainly in the winter months, we're not really getting it from our food. So it makes common sense to me that we do become deficient in the winter months. So, so I think supplement is the only way. Okay, somebody's had a recent diagnosis of shingles. Oh my God, what would Annalise recommend? Horrible, horrible, yeah. So with shingles, it's kind of a variation of, of chicken pox. Um, it's viral. So taking antiviral support is really good. And the olive leaf extract is absolutely lovely for that. Um, there's another um, few things as well that are really important for your immune system function because your immune system will take care of the virus if it has the capacity to do so. So to support it, you need vitamin D, vitamin C. Zinc is very important as well. So I would probably take a vitamin um, D, C and zinc supplement three times a day and you can get the ones where they have all the combo in there and I would take it every three to four hours while you're feeling rotten and the olive leaf extract again is a great um, natural anti-inflammatory so it's good if you've got the tingly skin and the painful nerves it's also a very powerful antiviral so that's a great one to take and then if your skin is really bothering you putting on something don't put anything chemical on your skin putting something on like with calendula in there is very good for just soothing and healing the skin having a cold pack in the fridge and putting it on the nerves generally can help numb the the nerve pain as well Um, and that should pass too in time and very quickly Could Annalise uh, recommend anything to help with a hiatus hernia? Okay so a hiatus hernia is where part of the stomach starts to protrude up between the diaphragm so the diaphragm for our lungs kind of lies over our stomach and then the tube you know, from our mouth, our esophagus tube down into the um, stomach, that goes through the diaphragm. So a bit of the stomach starts protruding up and it can be very painful and you also can get an awful lot of acid reflux. So there isn't anything you can take to manage the um, hiatus hernia because that's a physical problem. And operations are possible, but not always successful. One of the simplest things to do if you're feeling pain is to drink a glass of water, actually, and stand on the second or third step of the stairs and jump down. And it might, you know, actually just tug it out of the diaphragm uh, with that bit of weight in it. But to manage your symptoms, you're looking at generally acid reflux um, approach. So you're looking at um, slippery elm just to kind of coat and protect everything from the acid. Uh, It works very, very well because it works as a lovely um, healing as well if there's been any inflammation from acid. The zinc carnosin can help as well because if that little valve at the top of the stomach is also a bit loose and weak, the the hiatus hernia will push the acid up right up and then that little valve is weak and not holding it in. So zinc carnosin, C-A-R-N-O-Z-I-N, is great for tightening up that valve and there is a herb called Centaurium, C-E-N-T-A-U-R-I-U-M. Um, Dr. Vogel does one. And that's very good for balancing acid in the stomach. So a combination of some or all of those is probably the best approach. Okay, Mairead is on vitamin D. She takes a vitamin D oral spray. It's D3000. She takes it every second day. Is that okay? That should be fine. You see, Patricia, it's very hard to know unless that person has gone and had their vitamin D levels checked. Genetically, some people are very poor at absorbing vitamin D. So, that, like, I've done genetic tests on clients over the years, and that is a specific anomaly for some people. So those people will need a high dose 
to get the amount actually absorbed into their system. And some people could lead a much lower dose. So 3,000 every second day generally should be okay. But if you really want to be sure, you're going to have to get your vitamin D levels checked by your doctor. Okay. And a final one from a listener who is on Zenflora, the multivitamin. I've been on it for the last four months, but I'm still very tired. Would Annalise recommend something else? Okay, well, Zenflora really is not a multi at all. Zenflora is a, it's actually a, a cork-based company have developed it. The probiotic, and most people would take it um, because of stress-related IBS. It can work very well for people who get a dodgy stomach when they feel stressed and vice versa when their stomach acts up, they feel worse. Um, so that is what that is designed for. So I would switch just to a good multivitamin. The Oxylent is brilliant. The Source of Life Gold, if you can get your hands on it at the moment, it's out of stock everywhere. That's another lovely one for energy. And Revive Active, they're all very good multivitamins that should give you an energy kick. Okay, listen, have a lovely week and we'll chat again Thanks. next Monday. Thanks a million. That's Annalise Drissel of the Health Hub Times Square and Ballancolic. All of the items we've mentioned, Annalise will put up on her website, healthhubstore.com as heard on the radio and she'll do that this afternoon. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.